Updog fella. Look good, feel good, play good. We got some new Adidas golf swag coming the fella's way. I don't know if any new golf swag would help your game, but, but I love it. Adidas is excited to introduce new offerings within the go-to apparel collection that allows you to bring your style to the golf course. Not the traditional golf uniform. Go-to brings a fresh attitude to the game wherever you play. You'll look good on and off the course while enjoying all the technical benefits that let you play your best. Featuring streetwear-inspired style, the go-to collection rewrites all the rules and encourages you to express your style through every swing. Explore the new go-to collection on adidas.com slash golf. Fella. Fala. My man, welcome back. Oh, you doing, buddy? Things like, are good. Look at this. So, you know, when I go back home, I stay in my childhood bedroom, right? Tight, tight quarters, man. I, I got a, what's less than a queen? A double? Is that yeah, a bed? A double maybe, bed? Yeah, you don't want to uh, dive into the twins. It might be a Well, twin. maybe if you want. <laughs> twins are good. Twins, Basil. Basil, twins. <laughs> Depending on the twins, I may want to jump into twins. So I, I just checking out my room. An old pitter had this hockey night in Canada towel. What a towel. So I figured, you know, Updog's always got a good eye for the studio. I figured I'd bring her back. You know, we're trying to go Pat McAfee style and make our studio, you know. Buddy, just, by the way, every hockey night in Canada towel comes with a story. What's the story with that one? I don't remember this one. I don't <laughs> know. I don't know. Uh, pitter, Hopefully it has been used as a Zamboni. Yet. That's actually what I was thinking. Of. <laughs> Here, babe. Here you go, babe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, they're just good quality, huh? Great quality. Like, how good is a hot? Like, a couple of my, I'm sure I've told it over the, whatever, four years we've been doing this, but my my first, like, you made the league moments was when Don Cherry talked about me in Hockey Night in Canada. All my boys texted me, holy fuck, Gobes. I think it was with Matt Barnaby when Barnaby was sucked me into a penalty or whatever. It doesn't matter. And then when I got my first Hockey Night in Canada towel in Vancouver. That's when I was like, fuck, I'm in the league. So... In um, the little night with Scott Oak, little after hours. Never did after hours. Oh, never did after hours. One of those. But uh, I'm going to put this over here. But I just wanted to kind of rock it early. Just you, just you want to put it on? It looks good. No, 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 you're coming fresh Charlie off. Rock? Just our listeners, you're coming fresh off a bird from from Toronto. You know, <laughs> you're, you're like the you're the upshall of uh, yeah. 2000 circuit 2022. Yeah, I was just good. coming in hot. You're doing great. You look nah, good. I should I should have left last night. I, I made a rookie move. I just. I, I, hung yeah. out, I hung out with my nephews in the morning, took them skating, and then we had lunch, and then my sister's like, I'm going home. I'm like, I don't blame you. It's her day off. So I, I should have probably, because I was stressed, right? I get up, get to the airport, everything's everything's going good, and then all of a sudden, you get that text. You're delayed 20. Ooh, that's okay. Don't, don't I've lie. been there. Don't lie and say 20, though. Like Air Canada, if you're listening, don't lie and say 20. They just, ain't listening, I'll yeah. tell you that. They just, fucking don't listen to anything. Just fucking say, you're not getting out of here for an hour 15. Go have a dump and grab a coffee. <laughs> like, don't tell me 20, because you ate 20 ups. So I, I knew I was in one up. So I get there, and it's still dark. Uh, you, you love flying early. I, I don't really love it. So I get there, and no bird. So I'm like, oh, here we go. And they had to tow the bird in from another gate. So they literally tow. I've never seen this. They tow. You ever seen them tow the big bird? Yeah, in? like just they grab the nose and just work it. Just bring it. Yeah, just bring it in. Just bring it in. I'm <laughs> going to take this off. It's just a little warm, but let me ask you this uh, right right off the hop. And while you're while you're sitting there throwing that towel over our nice tailor made missing curfew masters bag, um, how are the boys? Uh, how's young? You know the the youngsters' skating yeah. ability. Huh? How's Porter's uh Porter and Smith? Yeah, so Porter's how... my oldest. He's six. He's playing hockey. He's good, good little skater. Is he? Good little skater. How how often is he getting out there? Fuck, he played Friday, Saturday, Sunday last weekend. I said I said, cool, that's so, and he's what he's six, six probably a little mites so easy three on th three and threes, eh? Let's not <laughs> let's not take the love of the game away from him early here. Fuck, eh? Um his skating's improved a lot. He uh we got him a pair of rollerblades uh for last Easter. And he said, Uncle Shane. And those rollerblades, they really help my skating. So he's skating great. Uh, we we got to loosen the mitts up a bit. He's he's not ready for the half wall. He's, let's he's, say. he's yeah. gripping the thing a little too tight. Be a good PK guy. Yeah, that happens early yeah. in my career. Yeah. yeah. You, know, you then, just want to ease into it. Easy, I said, fellow. Like, just a little. And I tried to give him a couple pointers, and he's like, he didn't want to listen to me. I don't blame him. I wouldn't want to listen to me either. And then Smith, first time on the ice, um, he loved it. Smitty couldn't really couldn't really stand up, but it was it was great. Smith's, a, I mean, they're animals. Ups. You you should go home tonight 
to your beautiful baby girl, Izzy, and just give her a hug and a kiss because my sister, God bless her, I love you, Koo, your great mom. I mean, it's 24-7, brother. The These boys. kids don't stop. Beckham's out of his mind right now. Yeah. Well, He's, picture two Beckhams. I, I can't. No. I can't. This kid gets me up every night at th three times a night, man. I'm getting up. Thank God, my my. You're angel. like I used to wake. I used to wake up three times a night, but it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> my angel girl, but fuck, she let me sleep in this morning. But I slept till nine thirty, man. You got to rest is a weapon, but you got to listen to the body. Twelve thirty three, and then five thirty. This kid's like up and just crying. Fuck, his teeth are coming in. He's got the fangs. Like I think it's you know, canines. Canines and the molars are coming. Yeah, I think it's at this like fourteen month age. It's not perfect. Yeah, you'll, you'll respect this. So I was, I was Smith's completely potty trained, three years old, completely potty trained. That's good. Lob sits on the toilet forever. Like, get, grab a piece. Just like his uncle. Yeah, grab, <laughs> grab an iPad or fucking go old school with the old USA Today and check your fucking stocks, Smitty. But he said, I'm like, yeah, all right. So the one day, grandma and grandpa were running out. I'm like, I've never changed a diaper in my life. You know that, right? Yeah. It's not in the uncle contract. I said, Smith, you sure you don't have to go to the bathroom? I'm at, if grandma and grandpa didn't get out the door, what does he do? Right to the shit or takes a big shit. Uh, so I got to wipe his ass, right? So I wipe, it's the, oh, the smell up. Yeah. Terrible. Wipe his ass. 15 minutes later, back in there for round two. Wow. Back to back. <laughs> and the second one, bro, the second one, like, it looked like me after a weekend bed. It wasn't like, I was like, oh, man. What are you feeding this yeah, kid? I'm like, bananas, yogurt. Yeah, oh, he's geez. just whatever he can get his hands on. Yeah, but um, it was great. Good up for being, you, but yeah, uncle, it was uncle it was, of the year. Yeah, it's nice being the uncle. I you know, know it is. Give him a kiss. Goodbye. I started off like that. It was yeah. great. And then, you know, but it's a blessing getting the real thing. Yeah. It is. All right. Let's talk. Good seeing you, buddy. I missed you. We went from hanging out to get each other for four or five days straight to I haven't seen you in about a week. Fella but Fala Tour, uh, thank you to, well, first of all, A-Hall. Uh, Princey came in. Thank you to those boys. But DraftKings, Labatt's, fucking Detroit. What a barn. Great barn. What a barn. Great, great a fans. I used to say, I ain't going to Detroit. Yeah. Well, I went there and it was great. great. And it was nice to get on the road with you, get on that bird. You know, connection too, eh? We flew a little connection. We did have a little connector. A little Colorado connector. Not enough time for Elways though in Colorado airport. But um, <laughs> your buddy, listen, we got in there late. We had a nightcap uh, when we arrived Friday, Saturday. Started off, uh, you know, start off the festivities by our friends at DraftKings Sports and Social. It was nice, uh, nice to cruise in there, catch some games, catch some Michigan, Michigan State fans doing their best, uh, best impressions of losing money. I was. Um, I donated. That, yeah, we donated. Um, but shout out to the Bat Crew. Uh, what a crew! Great sponsorship program they've got at the Little Caesars Arena. There's a little Bat Blue everywhere, by the way. Yeah, right. Well, there's no Ice storage. Cold little blue. drafts coming out of the good fans coming out of the taps. Good smart fans. fans. What did you think of the barn? Buddy? Great barn. I mean, it's still Joe Louis Arena, but we knew that going in. And I mean, you've you've played there, so you knew. But I, I was impressed with. I guess I should have known it, but how knowledgeable the fans were. Like there was a couple of beauty sitting behind us, like. He's like, oh, good keep, good keep. But the guy kept it. And he's like, oh, good keep, get it deep. Or like just little things that I was like, they were making me laugh. And um, how about the one beauty that was at the DraftKings Sport and Social? I'm not going to remember his name, but you. The, but yeah, of course. So we were talking about Dabrinka. The one that was lighting him up. In the yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. I had a little puff ski with him. But uh, he said, take the cat. The cat's coming in. He's going to get an opportunity. Well, I know we're going to get to that. Um, but anyway, shout out to him because I took Dabrinka. Anytime goal score for plus five thousand, which he hit the sitting post on the fucking the line, and then whoever banged it in, I think it was Sprong maybe or whoever banged it in. But then I took him first time goaler, sorry for five grand. I took him anytime goal goal any score, I won a thousand bucks. So to that beauty out there, you know you are. Sorry, I forget your name, fella. I was drunk as a skunk, but uh, he won me some money up, dog. Well done. Yeah. So. No, I was good. And by the way, I had a back door beyond back doors on that. Oh my god, huh? man! You got the empty. Well, the best thing about line. the DraftKings sports book app. For a lot of things, the interface is great, but this live betting. So I was, we get a power play late. Tampa does, right? They're down two. Yeah. I think it was five. No, it was four to two. Okay. Four to two, maybe. Something like that. Four remember. to two. They, they get a power play while they're on the power play. And I think Cooch had it on the half wall. I'm trying to hit over eight and a half. Okay. So I'm hitting over eight and a half. And I'm like, this means that if Tampa can score, that an empty netter wins me my bet. I needed two goals. There was eight minutes left. Yeah. And I'm like, as soon as I, I click it to get in, and it was, I think it was like, you know, 200 to win, 550 or something. It was good odds. Yeah. As soon as I click it, 
fucking the puck goes in the net and I'm waiting to see if Hedman, my Hedman, right? Was yeah, it Hedman that ripped it in there? Yeah, I'm just waiting to see if my app cleared it and boom, accepted. Then all, all I need is one more goal. They're down one. So there's empty net pulled, right? I needed one goal in the last seven minutes and sure as shit with fucking 0.8 seconds left. I got like a Larkin empty netter that just happened. You that it was beyond. Yeah. So at the way you were feeling is how guys out there that bet the puck line know. Yeah. That's exactly how a puck line bet feels, where you're just begging for an empty netter. And you got it with less than a second to go. Yeah. Yeah. So for all those bad beats that you've been taking, there's one back for you. To- totally. Yeah. But all I needed was the o- all I needed was the over. So they could have tied it too, and it would have been great. Puck line, you got to go just the one way to get the empty netter. Yeah. yeah I yeah. just needed either a tie in the last nine minutes or an empty netter in the last little bit. And it just so happened, but it set the, set the mood for the evening. Boys sure were out, had a nice steak dinner. That was yeah, nice you were hungry. Dinner. You were hungry. Hey, well, boys had a girl. I wasn't hungry. No, Fuck, was... I was thirsty. <laughs> You're like, you want to go eat? I'm like, not really. I don't fucking want to eat. I want to fucking go have a couple. What was that? More. Prime and proper? Prime and proper. What a steakhouse downtown Detroit. Yeah. Shout out to back in the day. I guess we talk about the Roxy a lot. We talk about the elbow room a lot. I guess the bar back in the day was the post bar. That's where like these guys from the wings. I don't know if they still go there. Um, but like your the buddy, Osgoods who, of the day. Who was your beauty buddy that came? My boy Seth. Yeah, he told Seth me and his daughter. His daughter's a great little hockey player. We had Princey get some videos of her. She's we're gonna put, highlight her stuff. She plays for the Little Caesars in Detroit. She's thirteen. She's bad ass. Um, so we're gonna do a little highlight video of her. But Seth, Seth was like, "You boys got to go have a steak and bottle of wine at this at this place," and we sure did. We had a few bottles of wine. We sure did. We nice have, ones, too. We had a few bottles of wine. Uh, hey, it's a fellow tour, eh? Back out. You got to treat yourself good. Uh, but, yeah, so Detroit was unbelievable. Great fans, good people. You're going to touch on the Red Wings a little bit more when we get going into the rundown a little bit more. But the fellow tour, it just kept chugging. It kept fucking chugging along. I was <laughs> I was hurting on that plane, man. Hurt. Well, the next morning. Oh. We're at to Toronto. Oh, it's nah, not too bad. I was hurting, but yeah. I don't know. I was just hurting. Got in. <laughs> Uh, went down. Shout out to our boy Chappie. Let us stay at his place that he had vacated because the season's over. Still not over it. Uh, but, but let's start right first with our boy Travis. If you want to talk about going to a game and just keeping the buzz going, there's no better setup in the league than Travis has. You get in the Platinum Club. You get the, your same table up dog for the whole game. How much of a game changer is that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Come 5.30 in with- dinner. So sit, have dinner for an hour, nice bottle of rouge, whatever you want, a little espresso martini if you're feeling up for it. And then you go out for, you can either go for warm-ups, come back. Anyway, we go out, see the anthem, see puck drop, watch the first period. Right after it's over, you kind of come underneath. And for anyone that's ever you know been to Toronto or for the players listening, we're walking right past you guys as you guys walk. You know, We're walking past you guys. We get back in the Platinum Lounge. As you said, our waiters already got our new set of my drinks on the table. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Five cocktails are there. We're ready to Max, rock. Max, you'd have been fucking hammered. You don't waste a single second. You're either watching Puck or you're getting drink. You're getting drink. And there's a pisser right on the way. I mean, it was the yeah. ultimate. I mean, because, you know, you go to a game. That's where all those Toronto fans are when they, when you yeah. start a periods. I'm fucking sitting under there still getting drunk. I understand now. I'll never I'll never chirp the platinum people about not hustling out for the opening face off. Why would you? When you're sitting there with a nice espresso martini, yeah. you got an old fashioned coming that they're gonna put in your glass and just you take to your seat. Yep. It's a dream up. Yeah, I don't have to I drink know. beer. I could just drink my old fashioned right out of the nice glass. I hear you, man. It's, Was it not a great experience? Thanks, Trav. Travis, you're the man. You're a yeah. national leader beyond national beyond. leader. And then to just top it off, we well, we had the Leafs and the over. You know, Mitch Marner, nice effort there for the boys. Way to really fucking dig in. But anyways, um, our boy Corey Perry, take you you spawned him. First. Yeah, yeah. It was well, it was first period, and you know, Perry's a lot like myself back in the day, probably like you. Hey, TV timeout. We're out from the ice. We're kind of wheeling around, seeing who's in the crowd. Right. It's the best part of the game. Almost. Well, I seen him kind of come over in the corner. We're five rows up. We're the only guys probably paying attention to the Blackhawks. We're the only so. guys wearing leather jackets. Yeah, yeah. So I stand up and I point at him. And I, I basically make a fool of myself. I'm standing up and I'm Paris and I'm pointing at him and he looks up and he kind of, I kind of spook him a bit. And then I'm like, okay, he knows we're here. And then next period I was talking to my old agent, Pat Morris, uh, sh- just shooting the shit with him. I was on my way out to, to the bar. You guys went out do, to the seats. Does he, do, do, does he know he's called Pat the rat or does he not know that? Does he know? I think he does. He's, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, he, he probably know. takes that name with like, yeah, it's like a feather in his cap. Right. Agent, right? I'm like, sure he does. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if you ask all these, uh, GMs. Over exactly. There. That's what I mean. hundred percent. Yeah. So anyway, we were, we were shooting the shit and then 
you know, I get out there and you're like, fucking Paris just looked over and smiled at the boys. Like he knows, he yeah. knows we're here. Well, I was, I was trying to take a picture. It was a power play. Out came yeah. Bedard and his unit, which Paris is on. And I was going to take a picture of Bedard and Matthews. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck that. I want a picture of Paris in front of that. And as I was, you know, I'm not great at it. Like, like you know, I yeah. fumble fucking in. The whistle goes in. And as I'm going like this, Paris is just like smiling at me, right? Turn up. I didn't even get it. I fucked it up because I started laughing when he saw me. Like, he's just like looking at me like that. And by the way, Ryan gets laughed. This whole time I've been texting Corey Perry thinking like, fucking what did I ever do to Paris? Like, yeah. I knew this kid. We got drafted in the same draft. We used to have the summer camps. We played our rookie years together. Uh, I would see him throughout our career. Like, fuck, I thought me and Paris were tight. I can't believe he's big league me. Ryan Getzlav gave me the wrong number. So, Getzy, tighten it up. But anyways, uh, Paris texted me after. I mean, Barry Trotsch used to say this about the hockey gods. Ups, The hockey gods gave Paris a breakaway right in front of us. He goes, posted in. Points at the boys, and next thing you know, it's trending fucking in Canada. Like, who is Paris Talk? <laughs> and me and you are just the darkest guys in there, and we're thinking, this is great, right? Like, and I wanted to say this because, you know, we've come a long way here at Missing Curfew, but a lot of Missing Curfew fans at the game. So thank you for A, listening, and B, saying what's up because I, I love that shit. Yeah, man. that makes us, yeah, that's good, right? That's a smile in the boys' yeah. faces, and that's what we're doing this for. Exactly. I mean, at the beginning, we didn't even think anyone was listening. So no. it's nice to know you guys are. Um, and it just so ha like I seen the play develop. By the way, before he got the puck on a stick, I was kind of uh, yeah. already standing up, going breakaway, that and he got it. And I'm like, "This is fucking Paris in Toronto. He's a guy that scores big goals, man, at the right time." And you know how many eyes were on that game, by the way, right? Connor's tons. first game in Toronto, Body, tons. Um, you know, we'll talk about you know his family being there and being on this road trip, but it's um, you know it was a pretty special game, pretty special moment. Yeah, and I forgot how much they hate Perry in, in Toronto, yeah. right? Um, I, I, forgot, so. I just forgot all about the Tampa they series. Took with Toronto. Yeah, and Montreal, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like they just hate Pairs there. So when he did point at us, we got a couple stank guys from some fans like, you know, like who the fuck, fuck Corey Perry. But um, the guy who gave him the pass was the kid. I'm going to butcher his name. Kevin Korchinski, number 55. Great pass. Saucy. Sauce. Yeah. Saucy. Great if, pass. If you give Corey Perry... Couple strengths, a couple of like a look at that. I mean, he still got sick mitts. That yeah. was posted in Spinky. Yeah, How that pass. You? I'm sure Perry is going to take that kid out for dinner a little bit this year. Yeah, he's going to be his new little wingman for sure. And then I just want to touch on, you know, we talk about old NHL, new NHL, and maybe I am an old crusty fucking washed up defenseman. But who are the two guys? We were waiting to see Paris. You're talking about it coming through. Who are the two guys that stopped to sign autographs out of the whole fucking Blackhawks team? The two goddamn legends. Nick Foligno and Corey Perry. Only two guys. Only two guys. And I'm actually going to say this. Connor Bedard came by, and there was a couple little kids in front of me. I don't want to say this. I like the kid. I know. He know. went to give the kid his stick, and he pulled it back. No. And I was actually like, this is not perfect. Come on, Connor. You're better than that. It's not perfect. These kids are there for you. You got a lot of twigs. <laughs> you know, you just beat the Leafs. Yeah. This was like a couple Sign young that kids thing wearing Chicago Blackhawks jerseys. They were all there actually to see Perry. They love Perry. What's not to love? A couple of them were like, Corey Perry, you guys know him. We're like, yeah, oh, fuck, you just pointed to us out there. But anyway, Bedard, give him, your, give him the twig. Give him the twig. Just give him the twig. Stop and sign. You just beat the Leafs. You were fucking. I, I mean, he's doing it. Don't talk to the media. Those guys are painful. <laughs> Stop and talk to little kids who love you. Yeah. Hey, listen, and by the way, you were three to one underdogs. You go in there and beat the fucking Leafs. I know it's a Monday night, but still, sign the fucking autographs for the boys. I didn't like the pull away. I actually thought I it was know you. I saw it too. Bad. I was like, I like that you're calling him out on it because as a good veteran guy that you are, ups first overall or not, he's still a rookie puke. You got to keep him honest. I know. Give your, just whatever, man. Give your stick away. Totally. Um, what was I going to say? I wanted to. It's not like it was your first NHL goal stick. No, I know he did score. Typical Connor Bedard fashion, he did score opening night at yeah. Madhouse, right? Power play. Right down Great the Broadway. See, that's the shot you we talked scored, about. You could have buried that one. I know, but... No, you, you, you could have buried that one. I know, but you and I were talking. Like, he's had this... Supposed to be known as a sniper, right? And he's gotten great positions to shoot pucks, and he hasn't quite yet, like, found that, you know, loophole of Etchkin. I'm in the slot with the pockets going in the net. That... That was... Okay, call it whatever. You probably could have scored it. I could have scored it. it Between the I dots. I would have missed... But that's the shot that we're expecting to see Connor Bedard get and him to score on numerous times. That's yeah. that's why he's gonna, you know, he's gonna have to score those to be 40, 50 goal guys. Yeah, you, 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 those ones he's gonna bury. That was right down the pipe. I mean, yeah. he was licking it. You could see when he got it. He was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like you and Hyde back in the day. He's licking his, he's licking his chops to get some good real estate out there. But 
last thing on our little intro here, the, the skate blades ups. We're going to talk some NFL and some MLB here in the, in the intro too, but we're on hockey. I'm going to stick with it. These new skate blades. I was out of the league before these new ones come in. Were they still there when you were there? Did you uh, have the Yes, they were. And when we talk about new skate blades, just the, the clicky click. Yeah, clicks you know? and clicks out. Yeah, little gray thing on the back. It's I, actually hard to do by yourself. You need the trainer to get in there, a little elbow grease. Yeah, I, and I get it. And there was nothing worse, especially when I was in junior in the American League, when I was you know playing power play. You, you know, you'd, you'd lose an edge and then they, they get a penalty and you're sitting there waiting for your skate to come. You're like, mm -hmm. fuck, I should be out there on the power play right now. Yeah. Now, I see these guys like Savard. The other night, I, I know he blocked like six fucking shots. He's hurt because of it, but his skate may went flying. In, in the first couple of weeks, I've seen a lot of guys, especially PK guys, lose their blade and they're out there like a fucking deer on ice and they can't like... I don't know, Uppy. Maybe just go back to fucking taking your boot off. And, and uh, do you want to be out there with a broken fucking skate? I don't know. I'm I, I'm a complete what opposite cost, to this. What if it costs you a, a big goal because you don't have a skate blade? Yeah, but I'm. I was so bad at my blades getting nicked, and like, you know, a stone could yeah, not yeah. fix it. Yeah, I so that. I needed a quick change. I did. You know, what if it's just a little nick on the post? But you know, every time you turn right. It's it's screwed. So what are you gonna waste two shifts? Like what if it's your best player and he's not able to get out there? The odds of the blade falling out. Let's just fix the fucking blades falling out. Yeah. That's but no, no, little nicks, remember something. those nicks? If those nicks were brutal. Yeah, yeah. We have to yell down. Trainer, stone, outside, yeah. right, right side, Fuck. right side. You gonna sharpen these fucking things or not? Who's fucking sharpening these fucking things? <laughs> right? But that was the way. Well, it but was. what if maybe if you're a PK guy, you know, you yeah. the old school blades, and if you're Austin Matthews and the boys, you get yeah. the little snap in. There you go. I don't know. I don't know. Something. I, don't know. I, I just see the, and then these poor bastards are out there with no blade, and they're trying to get to the bench, and they can't get to the. I just, it's, it's got to be a tough feeling. No, the brutal feeling, brutal feeling. So, you like it? I don't I like will. it. Well, you know, we'll ask, we'll ask Frosty. Yeah, Frosty, what do you think about the new blades, buddy? Let us know. Uh, NFL football up dog. I won my fantasy. Listen, I, I'm, I'm gonna pat myself on the back here. I'm going Larry Flowers style. I had my running back out, my starting receiver out, and I had Debo, Debo Samuel hurt. So I was working the waiver wire. Mahomes went off for me. The guys I picked up, big win for me. That's all I'm going to say. a Big fucking win for me. Uh, needed it with some... Because I talked to you about fantasy. When you start getting injuries and buys, you look at it, it it's not fun. You're like, how, how, who do I get? Yeah. Like, who do I get? I found a way. I found a way. I found a way too. I didn't even get 100 points, but my boy Jack Eichel must have had a game Sunday afternoon because he dressed Metcalf. I know. I saw that. You got, you I got saw that late. I said... Man, he's got Metcalf. You didn't text him and let him know. I didn't see. I didn't see it until I went on the thing and looked. I wouldn't have texted him either. <laughs> I just figured he had to play. He's got more important things to do than try yeah. to beat my ass. And finally, I'm three and four. It's funny. It's not said, perfect. It's funny you said that. Like one of us should win, right? The guys that are in our league that are still playing in the national league, like they're busy. Well, we should be beating these guys. Like we got nothing better to do. We should be beating them in fantasy. I agree. I agree. Um, speaking of DraftKings, I had some good bets. I took the Pats at home, getting the points. They almost fucked it up. Chiefs, Patty Mahomes, Taylor Swift. I mean, and now, now you got Patty Mahomes' brother in there with them. That fucking guy. He's in there doing Isn't the handshake. He's that loose cannon. He's in there doing the handshake with them now. Oh, man. It's getting too much. You see, Travis Kelsey had to buy a new $6 million shack because. Well, that's what we talked yeah, about originally. It's already costing them money. It's yeah. costing them money. Yeah, I think he's going to make it up on the back, <laughs> back end there. He's would, got about 10 different sponsorship deals. He's going to go up, Shaw, just start dumping loads. Oh, and, you know, man, I'll, I'll get you on the backside here. Who knows what he's doing? <laughs> And then I had the birds. Can I talk to you about those Kelly green jerseys, man? Are they not fucking... They look actually the same color as that TaylorMade bag. How are they nice? They're nice. I, I what a were, helmet, too. Man, they got to bring those back. I text Flowers. I said, listen. Yeah, you knew they were going to come out shit-kicking nice. with, that, with that jersey on. There's no so chance they lose a game like that at home with those. Not with those unis. I agree. And then they the look good. Did you watch the Monday Nighter or were you watching baseball? Shout out to Billy Quinn, the Texas Rangers... I knew back in when they came in and beat Toronto probably two months ago now, they swept us, how good they could hit. Didn't look good after game five. Character wins. Game seven is tonight with the Phillies. How about this up, dog? They've never had a game seven in the history of the Philadelphia Phillies. Is that not crazy? Never had a game seven till tonight. Wow. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'd much rather like, uh, I'd like to be at home. I'd like to have Bryce Harper and the boys bats for the Phils yeah. in a night like this. It's going to be a chilly night in Philly. It's, yeah, it's chilly for, night. For baseball, I and I took the Phillies in the series at minus 200, so I need them. But, like, Texas-Philly would be a much better World Series. But for us, like, Texas-Arizona, if you're talking about just straight-up partying, you get Dallas and Scottsdale. 
Paul's out for a World Series. Great. Solid yeah, tour. Yeah, Here yeah. we come. Ball, Billy Quinn, buddy. You're going to be Dallas right to fucking. Yeah, that Billy Still Texas. golf both places. It's a great World Series from a fun factor. That's Arizona close for us. Maybe we go to Arizona. I think we're going if they win. I, I, I think the Phillies get it. Done. I hope the Phillies get it. I know done. you do. I know Phillies are a great team. I love Bryce Harper. They deserve Harper. it. They were back there last year. I mean, they're back again. It's I like, love Bryce Harper. I know. Man. I love him. Uh, last but not least, on our little intro here, uh, right there, Port Hope Golf and Country Club uh, at Penryn Park. Listen, I'll be, this is where I grew up. My mom would drop me off at 9 o'clock in the morning and pick me up at 4 o'clock, give me enough money for a hot dog and a fucking Coke and call her a day. Same here, brother. The greens were like putting on the 405 when I grew up. They were fucking terrible. It was a goader. It was awful. I've heard about all this good stuff, so Pitter wanted to play. Shout out to Christian Erickson. He's a big fan of the podcast. Uh, we went and played Port Hope. Had a little Ireland feel to it, buddy. I would bring you there. You're one of the most nationally guys I know. You're one of the best golfers I know. I would not take you to a place that went up to your standards. Greens were good. Holes were right on the water. It had an Ireland feel. Links course. So shout out to if you're in hey fellas, if you're in Ontario this summer, you're looking for a nice course to play in the if you're just looking for a public track, Port Hope Golf and Country Club is nice now. I'd love to hear that. Yeah, it was a gold incredible up, man. Uh, we had the Fort Mac Golf Club, which is incredible too. My dad kept his golf cart there, had great greens. Like in the forest, though, so not so much links. Like if you go left or right, you're done. This one's right on Lake Ontario, buddy. It, oh, nice. It felt like the Port Hope Country is a great, great yeah. little scorecard over there. Too. Pen, what is that? Like that, a castle? That's a yardage book. Yeah, that's that's the Penryn Park Mansion that oh, it was is. there from back in the day. Yeah. So they had tennis courts. You should just be nine. It's What's this, it cost to get in there? Fuck. Nothing. Five grand. I think the boys told me it's twenty eight hundred Canadian for a the year. Summer. Yeah. The summer. I only get four months, five months. But anyone can play. Like you know, you don't have to be like a no. You don't have to be a shareholder. No, no, no. It's 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 just, it's public, but you can get a. Membership. They got a beer cart there. Wasn't out there the day I was there, but I was drinking Bailey's and coffee. I oh, tell you, it was yeah. it was nippy. I had the I had the two gone. Fuck, I hit it good too. Yeah. I had my old clubs, my old irons. A lot are of water out there. Not really. No, not really. Just linksy. Yeah, yeah. Right bunkers. on the it, it felt like Ireland. Were you hitting that fucking stinger? Oh, yeah. Pitter was loving the yeah. stinger. How's so, Pitter doing? Pitter's good. 76 years young. Knees a little fucked up. But he's did he break out? Would he break 85? Pitter shot. I think he shot 85 that day. Yeah. Fucking good for him, man. Yeah. Didn't he shoot his age this summer? He shot 70. Yeah. Yeah. I remember right after I got my hole in one, he shot 70. I'll tell you what. Anyone out there, is it, what a feat. One day you can shoot your goddamn age. You're doing pretty damn good. Yeah. Right? Pitter's doing pretty damn good because he's on the right side of the grass still. I, yeah, I, yeah, I, totally. I said to him, I said, if I would ask you when you're 40, if you're going to make it to 76, would you? So that way I said, no way. I said, well, there you enjoy every day, Pitters. Yeah, fucking right. I was good to be home. Port Hope, check it out, boys. Good track. Up dog. We got big news at DraftKings. This is right up your wheel. What do we got, baby? Tell, tell the fellas what we got. Oh, uh, this is exciting. And 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 we're proud of this. This is all this goes out to you guys as listeners. This is a lot of hard work uh, behind the scenes here with our boys here at Hall Pass, Max, Big Al. Um, missing curfews coming to the DraftKings network, the action spot. DraftKings Network is the one place for passionate fans and bettors to get all in on sports and celebrate the thrill of action 24-7. Find it on your Roku channel, your Zumo Play, Samsung TV Plus, and at the DraftKingsNetwork.com. But anyway, oh, this is just a, it's an incredible partnership. We're pumped. This show will live live Wednesday and Friday afternoons on the DraftKings Network, DKN. Uh, I got it, you know, it's populated on my Roku at home. So I'm boom, checking up. You get the Levitard show on there. They've got great sports shows, fantasy sports shows, uh, betting shows. And we are just proud to be able to jump in and and uh, try to be part of the show, steal the show. Absolutely. And, and DraftKings, you know, obviously they've helped us grow. We've grown with them. And, and now the fact that they're, they're building content around, because we know how good they are. You turn on any sporting event, UFC, NFL, NHL, there's draft Sunday right? ticket. It's everywhere. Yeah. And now they're building content around it. So we're thrilled uh, that they're giving us the opportunity. It's credit to Hall Pass, our boy Maxi back there for the production, uh, you know, in this offseason. I mean, sorry, in the playoffs, our commercials were great. Uh, Princey does a great job with our social media. So it's good. We're excited about it. And for you people out there, I told my mom, I said, Ma, another thing Max has got to do, there'll be no swearing in this. So if you're, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. So I said, Mom, check out DKN. You yeah. won't have to hear me say the F word all the time, and we'll class it up a little beep, bit. Beep. Class it up a little bit. Yeah. So thank you to DraftKings. Uppy, thank you for your hard work. Maxi, we're excited about it. Uh, we'll re we'll, we will be right back, fellas. Welcome back to Mr. Curfew. Uppy's world. 
Party time. Excellent. Excellent. I got uh, a, I got a gift coming from you that is revolved around Oppie's world. It was your really? birthday gift that's a little late that I think is at my house. I think it got delivered while I was gone. So it's it's tied into Oppie's world because it's one of my favorite segments. So Oppie's oh. world, party time. Excellent. Where do we want to start? I mean, we were just in Toronto, so maybe we get back to the Toronto uh, the Toronto trip. Oh, it was what a trip it was. Uh, our boys, My Morning Jacket, the Massey Hall. By the way, first off, the Massey Hall, Next to the Eaton Center, Sick. renovated. What a cathedral. The sound sounded so damn good. I talked to our boy PJ the other day, and he's like, yeah, I got the Fact Daddy tickets to see City and Color there like last summer. And he's like, Fact Daddy loved it. But what, it's a staple spot in Toronto. Loops has seen some shows there. I bet there. Loops has. Um, it was unreal. Your boy Cramper was there with the boys. <laughs> uh, he was fucking in one, huh? Oh, How about when he's like, hey, I want those pictures. I'm like, uh, I'll talk. Send those pictures. Over. You think she's going to post them? So, so that was unreal. And then, buddy, I, I spent the afternoon that day, like, yeah, I was kind of bored, just cruising around. Um, I went to the Hockey Hall of Fame. I hadn't been there since I was, well, the CHL Awards when I was in Kamloops, I was probably 18. So this is now like 20 years. Yeah. Um, cruised around it's a, such a special place to go in if you love hockey if you don't understand anything about hockey it's still amazing to go to um got a cool little like church feel to it when you go Does. in the great hall yeah. where the where the stanley cup stands the con Smythe stands i saw my boy fact daddy on there is unreal the fact daddy um, the art ross and you're just like you you feel like you're in the presence of greatness when you're in there um and what stood out to me is obviously it's like gretzky's hall mm -hmm. like there's everything on wayne on his father, on his family, what they've done to the game. Gordy Howe has a big shrine in there. Uh, but I love like Pavel Bury, Solani, Korea, Grant Fuhrer. Seeing their like, seeing the hall of like the players in the last 20 years that have all gotten in, it's pretty special. Yeah. And then now just a shout out to like, you know, this year's nominees. Our boy Lundquist is getting in there. And I, I'm, I'm shocked. Like he's, I think he's fifth in all time wins. I know. He's, our, you know he's not too much older than us like our age but started when i started yeah he played every fucking played night. every fucking night started played the msg the king msg yeah um it's a goalie year i think tom barrasso is it mike vernon isn't, is, yeah vernon's getting vernon's getting isn't your boy hitchcock hitchcock's getting, getting it. i mean when we were walking back from doing the coolie show and i saw a picture of hitch in the fucking window of <laughs> a little younger than i'm like holy fuck hitch like Jay, that, if you told me if you just took a picture of ken hitchcock and put it up and said is this the multi, multiple question? Hockey coach, Uber driver, <laughs> fucking high school teacher. What, 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 you wouldn't you wouldn't say fucking coffee coach, right? No, you wouldn't. You would like no, but what a I mean, what a career from from a start in you know growing up in St. Albert, Northern Alberta, to going to games as a as a fan and then a stick boy, um, you know, and then getting a job basically like, you know, can I work for you guys? It's kind of it's a, great a great story, and you're going to hear about it, um, you know, over the course of the next little while when they, when they shed light on these guys. But what an honor! Uh, I bought Izzy and I bought Beckham a couple jerseys. I saw that. Okay, so Beckham's got a Connor McDavid, like old school Oilers jersey. It's badass yeah. on him. He wore it when he got home. I got him a Jack Hughes hockey stick, little mini stick. Your boy Jack Hughes is on fire, on by fire. the way. He's and then fire. Izzy is wearing a Connor Bedard '98, you know, new NHL. I figured, why not get Izzy yeah. like a, her first jersey? So it's a Blackhawks jersey. I sent it around to a couple of friends. They're like Blackhawks. I'm like, I mean, it's Connor Bedard. Yeah, you should it's try to get that signed by Bedard, hundred percent, and keep it and be like, it was like one of the original kids. I, I don't know. I, yeah, that's not a kids jersey. Well, I, it's like when you had Ob sticking here. I was like, take that home. It's gonna be. Rick David signed in Beckham's jersey. There's no sure. question. He's not. Um, so it was cool that I got them each their first hockey jersey. Yeah, I would have went to the Hall of Fame with you too. I thought you were just going to sit there and get drunk. I was like, I'm going to go home and have a nap here before I met Jay. And the next thing I know, I see on your social, you're shooting biscuits at the Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, fuck, I went oh, over I did. I was lighting it up. Uh, Actually, the, you know <laughs> I was lighting it the up. Bar, the, the crossbar in there, it's a lot bigger than it looks like when you shoot on the screen. I was sniping and it would say crossbar. Ah, I'm it's, like, a, it's a malfunction. Someone fix this. Did you pull up your games played like this is not right? Look, I got over 700. No, I games. did tell the guy, I'm like, you mind videotaping this? I'm going <laughs> to throw a couple under the bar here. Hey, well, all seriousness about Kitsch, though, is like after, especially you, because you're my boy, you, you love to play from. I've had lots of people that played from that say he's a great guy. Like, maybe not a great guy, but a good coach. Yeah. They like to play for him. So, well, but, like no, you know what? I, I brought it up in the John Cooper interview that we aired last week. And I brought up, um, you know, the fact that Hitch had this philosophy, right? That, every team 
you know, you need to coach them until a certain point, And then the team needs to start coaching themselves to the next level if they want to win. And that was like what Hitch's explanation of the blues was when I got there. And, um, you know, and Coop said, he's absolutely right. Like I'm at the point now with this lightning team where if they have won, they've done it a lot by themselves and they just need to go out there and coach themselves. I, I sit there as like a, you know, okay, go, 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 go. Yeah. But these guys know how to win now by themselves. It wasn't a it wasn't a typical John Cooper Lightning team on Saturday night. I guess they gave up some leads in the playoffs too, but they're up three one with seven minutes to go. And I, I took the Lightning at plus one twenty at home. I just thought that's a good bet. They've lost all oh, they, they they won the last home game, but they've lost three or four. They had them, and then the Leafs Max Domi and that Matthew Nyes just turned it up a notch. Good for Max. Yeah, Max made a couple sick passes. Nyes went. Top titty on I both of them. Nice first start of the night there. I think. Yeah, him yeah. and Max, they changed the whole mo- the momentum of the game. But uh, speaking about Gretzky, he used to have a restaurant in Toronto, Wayne Gretzky's restaurant. Unbelievable burger. I know. Great rooftop. Great rooftop, the, great burger. The night before my draft, I met him for the first time. I had my folks up there. We're all eating dinner. And he sat with my um, with my world junior coach, Stan Butler. Do you remember that name? Oh, yeah. Stan oh, Butler. Coach of the Brampton Battalion. Yeah, he was. So Stan Butler was Knocked sitting over there. The and I, I went over to say hi, and Stan introduced me to Wayne, and then I brought my mom over, and, and that was the first time, time I met That was Wayne. when she told the story about in the yeah. airport? Yeah. Yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> that was a great story. Hey, I want to touch on one thing on my morning jacket. Shout out to Sergeant, this guy Sarge, and his, his group of buddies. So we, we get to Massey Hall. It's my morning jacket. I don't sit for my morning jacket. So... This lady behind me asked me if I was going to stand the whole show. And I responded with, are you going to sit the whole show? So it was going nowhere fast. So I'm like, fuck it up. I'm going to go up top just to see where I can go. Get up top. These three guys, fans of the show. Oh, what the fuck? Where are you going? I'm like, boys, I need somewhere to stand. They said, stand right here. Immediately said, where's the up dog? I said, the up dog's right there. So shout out to those boys for letting me sit, stand with them. I had a perfect view of Jimmy. So good team guys. Thanks to those boys. I sent them some missing curfew swag. So thanks, boys. I want to say thank you to them. Uh, up dog, up his world. You had a little idea about Bedard for a little, maybe make a little cheddar here, a little, yeah, I did. A little hair commercial. Do you well, want? Well, I got to be honest. I was in a conversation with my boy Travis, and it might have came from Travis's mouth. Ah, he's part but of the squad. So I was made aware last week from you that I thought it was just um, like the team might get fined twenty five hundred bucks if you know if you went out with no bucket on, right? Yeah. Um, I wasn't quite sure if that's like to the rookies or to all these new players. But I guess the rule, and you need to clarify this, is the rule like, you know, if you came in the league a couple of years ago, you are no longer allowed to wear no Bucky yeah, that's for warm-ups the rest of your career. Can't do it. Grandf- it's like... Grandfather didn't like the visor. Same as... Okay, well, first off, that's a joke. Yeah, I agree. That's a complete joke because it's warm-ups. What the hell? They just tell your players on your team not to shoot pucks from the corner off the bar and you're going to be fine. Fuck like, let's NHL, be honest. let's go. Once every 10 years, a guy falls and, you know, whatever. But a helmet, guy's going to fall anyway. Whatever. I'm with you. Um, I think it's a great way to brand your players, for one. Second off, if it's only 2500 bucks, let's... Get some sponsors involved here. So Connor Bedard, for example, kid's got, you know, he could use a little flow maintenance. Like he's gonna have to keep his flow tight if he wants to have he should start he should start taking precautions from a guy who's a little thin. Connor, just start, you know, there's companies out there that could Yeah. Yeah. No, so so what better brand to align yourself with right now than like let's say, you know, head and shoulders, (laughs) Pantene Pro V. Yeah, head and shoulders. Vidal Sassoon. Big, head and shoulders throws money around. Troy Paul all about Totally. The head and shoulders. Paul Mitchell, that Jean Paul Giorgio, the guy that's building Zapatol down in Costa Rica. This guy, he's got tons of cash. Paul oh. Mitchell. What have you got, Paul Mitchell, to go, okay, what's it going to be a year to pay all your fines? And we're going to actually make it a full campaign. That'd be awesome. Paying your fines. So $2,500 bucks a night times 80. I, I'm not a mathematician here, but that's. I'll do it right here, bud. Stand by. What do I got to pay, kid? Couple hundred grand. So hold on here. That's a hundred games. hundred games. Let, let's say if you just did that at home. Let's say twenty five hundred times forty one. Yeah, it's a hundred grand. Boom. I'll give you two fifty. Yeah. So what if they gave him two fifty to be his? You know, do two commercials and we'll cover all your fines and it's actual league wide campaign. We'll if make I was a joke of it. If I was Kyle Davidson of the Chicago Blackhawks, I would encourage that because Connor Bedard will Should be a have better pl- will be a better player if he goes no bucket. Feeling it. Out I think there. you're onto something. Yeah. And if the deal gets done, up he gets his three percent. I, I think you're. Oh, sure. I think Trav <laughs> pay for that dinner that he yeah. took us out for. Fuck, no, no, but like, what an idea! It's a great idea. Kid's got good hair right now. I wonder what. So I wonder what Batman's rebuttal to that would be. Probably nothing. And you know what? You know all that time wearing a helmet, it's tough on the skin. 
It's tough on it's the tough fucking, on the fucking tough on the monkey, monkey bum. Yeah, the monkey butt. Thought I know it, bud. Thought uh, I know it. Uh, what am I using now? Called happy head. What do you wear? Yeah, yeah. Happy head. Happy head. You just give a little squirt here, right? A little shampoo, thickening, and conditioner. Let it sit in there for a minute. Rinse. I use this. Let n- it rinse. There I you go. I use this night rider. It's all about the volume too, right? You got to get yeah. some volume. You use look- a salt spray before you do the hair blow. Nah, oh, salt you try that. Yeah. Gets it thick. Is it going to be wavy like that? Uh, I didn't. Because uh, that's I got some in, fucking good wave to it today. I was in one today. I, I need a haircut. Did you see the clip of fucking Princey posted of you chirping the guy in fucking Switzerland? Hell yeah. Your hair, it doesn't even, you look like, you look like Lundquist back in the day when he took his helmet. Your hair is just perfect. Like you must have done it. I was going to this hair salon in, in, <laughs> in uh, Lugano every other day. You know why? Because there was, well. I know why. Good coffee I, shop. I, in there. I, I know there's why, a good yeah. coffee shop. In you there. weren't going for the coffee. But no, no. You so say that. So no, it was a great coffee shop. It was kind of this hipster spot. Is it a great location, in Lugano, next to the casino, which I go to a lot. And um, I just, yeah, I was. I kept my hair tight there. Well, fuck, it was working. Yeah, because <laughs> number eighty-three too. Guys, like, yeah, that's his year he's born. Well, he's doing that. that. Yeah, good, good hair, but who? Thanks, who are you chirping? Do you remember? Yeah, because you guys were going. No, he's a good player. I loved him. He's a life like, over there. Like, give yeah. one of these. Like, it was the first time I played him. I didn't know who he was, and I could tell he was their best player. He played for Rapisville. Yeah, I worked him. Oh, your hair. I, I know you can't go no bucket in Europe because I wasn't allowed, but your your hair was flowing, buddy. So, up his world party time. Excellent, MMJ. Fucking Massey Hall. We got a sick pick in front of Massey Hall, by the way. That looks... I know. The way they did it looks cool. Great so, uh DraftKings, baby. Listen, a lot of times on this show, throughout Top Titty, which I think we're going to bring back. We're, we're figuring that out. Um, we, we don't get our... We don't get our... We don't get our Top Titty in. Oh, Living on the West Coast, you miss your bets. I'll tell you what. You people on the East Coast, there's no excuses. It, it, it sucks that the games don't start till 7 because we're so used to 4 o'clock here. But, man, you don't have to worry about your bets. You can go and enjoy your day get home, have your dinner, get on your DraftKings app and really enjoy it. So for you people on the East Coast, take advantage of that. Get your bets in. Uppy, you would have never missed it. So as, as painful it is to, to have to stay up for the late games, you never miss a bet. I know. Coast. I've been getting all my bets in all week. It was it, nice. It just it has to suck, though. You want to watch like it does. that Canucks game. It's on at 11. Fuck. You're like, what the fuck? No, I didn't make it. I was going to bed every night at 11 o'clock. I know, I know. Maybe at 11 o'clock. Yeah, you would just turn the, the Canucks. Sorry, guys. I just... I did stay don't up. Don't give them hell talks. I don't... I did stay up to watch my Avalanche play Connor Bedard. And in, in Bedard's defense, it was the fifth game of a five-game road trip. Listen, I laid a lot of eggs at the end of a road trip. And the whole Blackhawks team was in one. But Bedard was... He looked at McKinnon like a couple times like, whoa. Yeah, and McCarr. Slow the fuck down. You like, know who played great that game was Sam Girardi. Yeah. Sam Girardi had the puck on his stick. I bet you if you if you counted how many seconds, he might have had the puck on his stick for over a minute and a half that game. There was one power play. He was dangled everyone oh. like four or five times. I'm like, I'm like, would someone just would stick on puck? I know. I'll tell you who also played good was Peter Razik in that yeah. because it could have been 14 nothing. I know. It like, it seriously could have been. It was. Uh, I know. The abs know. are buzzing. We're going to get to them. But DraftKings, baby, on the East Coast, get those bets in. Uh, up dog tonight, NHL Frozen Frenzy, uh, Bucci, and I believe Kevin Weeks are doing it. All 32 teams are playing. Starts at what time here? 3 p.m. Uh, whoa. Western. Whoa. 3 p.m. Pacific Coast. Get the bets in, baby. Um, that's, I got a parlay from a hell. couple hours here. I got a parlay from hell going. How many I games? Think, 16 games. Every team plays tonight. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's the first time in NHL history, but it's it's something. like I don't know if there's every team plays tonight. Are you going to watch the channel just through and through? I'm going to give it a chance. Yeah. yeah. I can't wait to get home on my couch. I miss my couch. What is it? Every hit, every power play, every goal? I think it's just every fucking game they got right up there, and then they're just going to watch them all. Well, it looks, no, it's, it like the, like it's the red zone. It's like your backyard, eh? It's the red zone. Well, I, buddy, I had the, <laughs> the backyard's been flowing, but Yeah. Well, it should be. Huh? Should yeah. be flowing. Want to come over? Watch that's uh, Big miss, Duke's birthday. I miss tonight. my couch, man. Big Duke's Duke birthday. I said happy birthday. Yeah. yeah, we're gonna do a little thing for him at the house tonight. I think you got a lot, a lot of activities always. I saw yeah. you riding your bike, and what, what you got a family weekend? Oh yeah, so we yeah. went down to fucking Steve Obradovich to this little bash. Bash. I'll tell you what, Bye-bye. a lot of people in Newport went to that. I know, and I'll tell you what, set up for a nice little outdoor hockey match down there. Really, I want to do a roller hockey tournament down there. You can do it right there. Yeah, two rinks. I would love to do that down there. They put up a bar. Yeah. The fucking tunes. 
who do we got to pay off in the Newport Council to get that? Well, you got to get those. If permits. Steve O'Bradovich put it together, I'm sure we could. Uh, how much did he really? Yeah, but beach volleyball. So by the way, uh, Teddy's wife Alex Klingman was she was a monster. She was just smashing the ball. I think her team ended up winning the women's. We left during the men's final, but this this four on four beach volleyball is incredible. She plays the Olympics, doesn't she? Yeah, there was like there was there was ten Olympians there. And they don't make any money. So so Steve was like, listen, we paid him to come and there's like a $10,000, you know, first place prize for men's and for the women's. Yeah. Um, and these people, like, it was pretty intense, but great volleyball. Yeah, I saw it all over A little over bit better media. quality than than us when we tried to play in that six, six man. man. Yeah, well, they probably didn't stay out quite as late as we did. Definitely not. Um, get this guy a beer up, dog. Listen, shout out to Claude Giroux. Um, we had Brady Kachuk on. It'll be coming out in a couple weeks. He told me, that Claude Giroux after practice fires on entourage. So Claude Giroux, fucking get a blue light, buddy. You deserve it. I love that you got the young boys watching entourage because that's going to make them play better. They're going to just, that's, that's show up. I told you, it helped me get to the NHL and stay in the NHL. I love that they're doing that. And I wanted to give some love to, you mentioned him a little bit earlier, Kale McCarr, fastest D-man to 250 points um, in the least amount of games, 241 games, Bobby Orr, 247. I mean, anytime you can beat Bobby Orr or anything, I mean, this Kale McCarr, man, it's it's impressive. So well, get, look at the names here: Bobby Orr, Brian Leach, two fifty three, Paul Coffey, two sixty, and Dennis Poff. I mean, you're up top of those five five guys. That's a nice, that's a nice that's a nice two pairs of D right there. Yeah, you're gonna man. win a lot of hockey games if you can put those four guys on the ice for half. I the agree, game. and and to for us to be witnessing it firsthand in front of our face, uh, this guy being so young with all this talent and just a young career, like with a full career ahead of himself. You know, that's amazing. 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 I'm going to give a little love to this Alex Tabrinkit. We, we brought him up earlier. Yeah. Alex Tabrinkit leading the league in scoring. Uh, the Detroit Red Wings right now, I'm telling you, they're coming. Vili Husso and Nett, uh, you know, you got Larkin who's playing well. Uh, Perron is still just that guy that's been buzzing back and forth. Their D have been good. Um, listen, I like their team. I like their team. A little soft spot for the wings. I got to get my boy Fabs back healthy and back at it. But they got a they got a great lineup, and you know, totally, totally. Uh, you know what? Let's let's stay right there. The wings are five and one. Vegas, Jack Eichel and our boys. They they do say there's no hangovers in Vegas because you just keep fucking partying. Well, these guys are just keep partying because there's no fucking <laughs> hangover here. Six and zero. Oh, the Boston Bruins. Now, granted, I would say if we're gonna nitpick here that their schedule hasn't exactly been. You know, the hardest thing they had to do was, you know, fly to the West Coast and probably get junk for three days and play. But they're 6-0, and and my Colorado Avalanche, that's right. I'm going to say my Colorado Avalanche are 6-0, and and they are buzzing. I know they are. Like, Nate McKinnon, they might need another camera out there just to, just to, just to track him. He's so fucking fast right now. I mean, Nathan McKinnon right now, I'm yeah. telling you, brother. You got him for the heart, buzzing. right? Yeah, to bring it sort of a little wrinkle on that right now. No, but not so much, but like... Rantanen's been unbelievable. Their third line's been great. Georgiev looks unbelievable. And listen, they're on the East Coast. They play the Islanders tonight. We'll see how it goes. But the way they look right now, up dog, they all deserve a blue light. So, And last but not least, a guy who's been battled injuries. I know you went through injuries throughout your career, so you respect this. Sean Couture back for the Philadelphia Flyers. Get this guy a beer. He's been great. Say what you want about John Tortorella. He has his teams ready to go at the start of the season. I've been through Kent Tortorella. It's three days of the hardest shit you've ever been through. Then he eases you off. But you're in shape. Flyers, as of right now, the Flyers are leading the Metro. They're 3-1-1. One one. Sean Couturier, good to see him back up. He, he's a good player. Um, I'm always pulling for the Flyers, Absolutely. Man. No, he is a good player, and he's been he's been effective his whole career, and it's nice to see him back, man. The back is no-ish. Like, the back is no bueno. No bueno. When you got bad back, man, you know, we, we've all been there our days we can't, can't get play. up. But this is a, you know, our boy Lupa went through it and it cut his career short, but I'm glad to see him back. I'm glad to see him healthy. The Philadelphia Flyers are a better team with him. Absolutely. And they're fun to watch right now, man. Torch has got them going. Uh, I believe they play the Vegas Golden Knights tonight, so I will be watching that one. Uh, up dog, it's milk carton time. Fella, I'm going to start it off here. Listen, I, I, I never want to see anyone get hurt. Patrick Liney, I, I think he's good for the game. I wish I could shoot the puck at him. It's unfortunate that he had his fucking head down, but he had his head down to suspend Rasmus Anderson four games for this. It's too much. Georgie, come on, NHL. I'm putting you on the milk curtain. It shouldn't have been four games. If anything, to me, I thought maybe a fine, maybe one game. I mean, his head's down. He's going for the empty net. He steps up. Did he have to hit him? No, yeah. but he did. Uh, I'm putting him on the milk curtain up, dog. That's too many games for that hit. Liney, I hope you're okay. 
But come on, man. It's no, the NHL. I know. I heard it. There was the round table of hockey night in Canada too, because they're trying to take him. Uh, they're trying to appeal it so he can play in the Heritage Classic. And our boy I mean, Juice was like, yeah. it was a headshot. It was a headshot. And now you're trying to like what allow him to play? And is that what Juice is saying? Yeah. So Juice he said that to Elliot. Like they wanted him to be a little lenient on the call, like on the you know, on the repercussions of it all. Um, so Juice is saying he should be able to play or shouldn't? No, he, he shouldn't. He's like, no, it's a suspension. You, what are you gonna? You want to push it back? You want to like let him play, but then suspend him after the game uh, type yeah. deal? That was kind of the conversation. So that's what they did in baseball. That Abreu guy that, yeah. that threw it to him appealed it, and now he'll be suspended next year. So maybe you could appeal it and just I don't know. I mean, it's Ooh. a cool game to play, but whatever. There's another guy that's gonna be on that game that we're gonna get to. We'll, we'll touch on the Heritage <laughs> Classic about that as well, but. Um, you got anyone? You yeah, want to- well, I'm going to th- you listen. We we briefly talked about this earlier, and the NHL is a little bit to blame. But Connor Bedard's first five games, he got thrown in the trenches, right? He's he played. I mean, you have start off Pitt, Boston, Montreal, Toronto, all the way to Colorado to play the Colorado Avalanche first five games. Let's be honest; those are media frenzy organiz- like city stops. Yeah. They have him doing numerous things. On top of that. We've all played our first NHL game. We've all played our second NHL game. We've all played in our hometown, Obes. Our parents come out, watch us play every now and then. You can't, you know, just a little message to Connor Bedard's family who gets put on TV a lot, sitting like on the glass or yeah. whatever. Let the kid play. Let him let him ease into this NHL career. Watch his first couple games, but then like don't follow him around like super fans. It's not perfect for him. It's not a great look. I know you love him. You want to support him. We've all been there. Sometimes less is more. And if you do come to the game, maybe get a box. Yeah, I think get a box. Should just get him a suite. If it's Connor Bernard's family sitting in the row and they're on TV all the time, it's not a perfect look. I had a conversation with a couple really high-end Hall of Fame players, maybe at the best of all time. It's not perfect to this kid to just be thrown in. Like I think Brian McDavid, Connor's dad, did a great job with Connor back in the day. Yeah, you know, less is more. This kid's gonna have a long career. A lot of pressure on him right now. Let him just go play the game. Yeah, well said. And, and like you said, you touched on, obviously you want to support him. They're excited just to his old man. Take a breather. Breathe, brother. But you're going to probably watch. You're going to watch him score 500. You're going to probably watch 1,500 of these games, right? And I get it. He's young. There's a lot of pressure on him. Uh, I used to love when my, when my parents came to the game. When I saw my parents before the game, I loved them. But then I didn't want to see him the rest of the game, right? I didn't want to know where they were sitting. Just see him after. So I'm with you. Less is more for his family. His dad's yeah. all charged up. Um, so well said by you. And I, I, I can't believe I'm about to do this because I love this guy so much. And he's talking about a hall of famer. I'm doing this to get him going. Ovi, I'm doing this to get you going, buddy. I'm going to put Alex Ovechkin on the milk curtain. He does not have a goal yet. He went two games without a shot on goal for the first time in his career. Father time is undefeated. You know, you talk about Gretzky. (laughs) Gretzky, I think deep down has said he wants him to beat his car, wants him to get the you know, break his record. I don't know if that's true or not. Only Gretzky knows deep down, but I'm kind of pulling for Ovi. So Ovi, yeah. I'm just putting you on here to get you going, buddy. Get those legs pumping. Get to that one-timer spot. But right now, fella, I got to throw you on the milk carton, even though you're so sick and rich and fucking going to be a Hall of Famer. It's not the wrong thing. It's not the wrong thing to do. God, man. No, you're helping him. Shot on net. That's okay. Washington's okay. in one, man. I know they are. I almost picked them to make the playoffs, and Loops talked, you and Loops talked me out of it, but Kemper, man. Yeah. No, it's, it stems deeper than Kemper. Yeah, but he's part of the problem. Yeah. It would be nice to see our boy Tom Wilson get out of there. I Yeah. It would have been I, nice. I, I know. I, we'll see how that unfolds. And then last but not least, up dog, I'm going to put myself on the milk carton. Um, I've Nobody has ripped Justin Hall more than me. Uh, I ripped him in Toronto. I ripped Stevie O.I. when he signed him. Well, he's sticking it right up my ass. He's plus nine. He's leading the NHL in plus minus. So that just goes to show you a change of scenery. Good for him. Way to prove me wrong. So, Obi, you are on the milk carton. You are on the milk carton, fella. Um, injury report up, dog. Let's start right here. By, right in your old backyard. Uh, 97. Uh, they're saying he's out one to two weeks. I saw the play. Yeah. I've been, I've been there where you're like, holy fuck, what's that? And then they were showing his lips on the bench that he might have said I tore something. Well, what's your initial reaction? I hope to, you know, he's not out very long. But I would say this. It's early in the year. I would say rest them now, right? If you've one or two weeks, maybe give them a third week. I don't know, Ops. What's your thought on that? No, it, it, you just touched on it. Rest is a weapon. Yeah. It's going to be a long year, and you are screwed if you do not have him, right? You are done. So uh, figure out what it is. Get the proper diagnosis. Do not rush him back. 
try to find a way to get other guys going in the lineup, which is what they're going to do. I read an article. It was um, Jason Greger put out this thing saying the last time Connor missed some games was like 2020. Um, you know, he missed a stretch of five or six games, and this is what happened, right? They went, I think it was, uh, they went 4-1-1. One, and one. It showed who stepped up, who played with each other, who got the points. Um, and this just gives you, as you know, this gives every guy an opportunity right now when their team is struggling, gives every guy an opportunity to step up, play outside his shell, let's say, and make a name for yourself. Make make the city, make the team, make the coaches, make your teammates all realize that if you have a chance and given an opportunity, you're going to step up and do something with it. Fuck yeah. They need just, players to step up. just took the words right out of my mouth. Right? Brother. You got a chance to do something now without Connor on your team. And this everyone says without Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl, this team's really nobody. Well, prove people wrong. Now's your chance. Totally. No, dude, 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 that's exactly what I was going to say. And like, if you're on that team and, and you're a role player or you're, you're Warren Fogle, you know, Vander Kane, obviously Kane said what he said about not playing many minutes. You know, now Kane's going to get more of an opportunity. Connor Brown, I know you've been out for a long time. Dylan Holloway, you're a first round fucking pick. Ryan McLeod, like, let's go boys. Let's fucking go here. Like they're in one. I watched the play the other night against Winnipeg and, you know, shout out to Connor Hollebach. He played unbelievable. Yeah. Kept him in the game. But once again, the Oilers, couple breakdowns, you know, end up losing that game in overtime. I know it's early uppy, but I'm with you. These guys pick up the slack for Connor. It's easier said than done, but the time is now for some of these guys up. They got to get it going. And I just wanted to say to our boy Rick Bonus, his, his wife had a stroke. Uh, he took a leave of absence from the team, or it's not a stroke, sorry. She had a seizure. I apologize. But anyway, Bones, we're, we're thinking about him. Of course, of course. Um, I love Rick Bonus, man, so I hope he's doing well. But yeah. oil time, let's go, right? Yeah, Abs well, and then and this is, I look at the lineup here, and they have right now Kane, Dreisaitl, and a guy that it has been a great pickup for them, a veteran guy, Matthias Yanmark, who this is why you pick up vets. Totally. Because you give them an opportunity to show all these young guys who haven't done anything what you know, what it takes to earn a spot on the top line, right? This guy's been through, you know, years and years of of playing hard games, playing different positions up and down the lineup. And I think he deserves the spot. Why why throw a young kid up on that line right now? Watch what this guy does. Watch how hard Yanmark plays the next couple games to try to pick up the slack for these guys. And that and if you see that effort, young guys, follow it. Be like get outside your fucking shell. Yeah, I agree. And I love that. I'm with you. I love that they're giving Yanmark an opportunity to play up there with Keenan yeah. Drysdale. And I listen, I think Drysdale is gonna step up and be even better with, yeah. with 97 out for a little bit. Um Oilers go into Minnesota tonight. But I'm looking at Dylan Holloway and Ryan McLeod. I'm looking at you, Fogel. Come on, boys. Let's get it going here for hold the fort for Connor because we need the Oilers in the playoffs. So, um, Connor, rest up, buddy. We we need you back. You're great for the game, as everyone knows. But I, I know that feeling, up dog. Hey, oh, oh, he. Yeah. I think, what did he say? He said he said me. He just kind of went like that. I think. I, yeah. He said to the trainer on the bench. But I tweaked something. Tweaked maybe. Tweaked. Yeah. Fucking tweaker. I think he tweaked something. Yeah. I hope it's. I hope it's just a little tweak. A little massage will straighten that out for you. The time I tweaked my neck by going to old missionary there. It, was, it wasn't perfect. I'm like, I think I just put myself on the IR. Hey, I can't play tonight. I got to... <laughs> uh, up dog around the National League here. Um, Winnipeg Jets, lowest attendance since since they've been back, 11,000 fans. That's not good. I would say to the fans oh. of Winnipeg, I, I, get, I get that you're probably frustrated, but think about when you didn't have a team, right? Like, don't, don't not go to the games unless you can't afford it. If you can't afford it, and listen, times are tight, especially back home. Yep. I get it. Yep. Uh, maybe I'm talking above my uh, over my skis here. But, like, if you're trying to prove a point, let's not do that because you already lost the team once. We need hockey in Winnipeg. Get out there, right? Well, I agree, man. I, I couldn't – you can't say it any better. I, I don't know why. Um, it's not the middle of winter yet. I understand the middle of winter you don't want to go there. Yeah, I wouldn't want to leave my house either. That's true. Um, but this is – that's your team. Support and them. before you know it, man, if you don't show up to these games, you don't support your team at the beginning of the season, do you like you just said? Yeah, they go. I know. Like they, they go. They already have a, a a rink that's a little bit too small for the NHL by NHL standards. <laughs> Unless we're going to talk Bold Arena, but it's already a smaller city. The Canadian dollar. I I don't know. I we, I just when I saw this, I was like, oh, we don't need this to happen again to Winnipeg. There's too many good fans, too many good people. Get out there and support the team. Up dog. This one around the National League. This one hit the home. Hit home to me. Jake DeBrusque, love Jake DeBrusque, love his old man, um, was out in L.A., 
slept in for a team meeting. Uh, as I said, it could happen to anyone. Else. <laughs> it could happen to anyone. So Jake, shake it off. The veteran guys in Boston will have his back. Shake it off. He did. Next game, fucking lit it up against Anaheim. Oh, oh boy. There that's, we go. How you, that's how you shake that's it off. That's how you do it. You got a back-to-back with Anaheim I with a short change up the 405. Yeah. Okay, so they played 7 o'clock in L.A., then they get that 5 o'clock Sunday match here, yeah. knowing that they're staying over. The boys are staying over. It's a good feeling. He steps up. I think he, you know, it was, was it a, yeah, he came down two-on-one, shot at far pad, guy taps it in, boom, got the boys going. That's how you step up. That's a veteran guy knowing that, hey, PH square, baby. Yeah. <laughs> good for you, Jake. I love your game. Yeah. Fuck, I wish I, I was. I he just slept through his alarm. Anyone can do that. I, no, hey, listen, I, I said, listen, I said if I was a coach, I would say twice a year. Twice a year, you can come, you can fucking text the trainer or text whoever, say, I'm not coming in today. And no excuse, <laughs> no, no excuse necessary. Twice a year, no excuse necessary. And for you people out there, because Princey posted on our social media, for you guys that are chirping, oh, you're not professional. How many times have you got drunk and slept in for work? And you're going to say, I know it's the NHL. <laughs> and you're right, it's a privilege and an honor to play in the NHL. These guys are still human beings. He made a mistake. Up dog said he bounced back the next night. I love it. You yeah. only go to LA once. You got to enjoy it if you're on the East Coast, baby. <laughs> Friday night. You got to enjoy it. He had a good Friday. He must have. Where'd he go, man? I who was, knows? Yeah, who I knows? Mean, who knows? This is great. Speaking of the docs, I want to give him some love. The 30th anniversary uniforms, the eggplant and teal, they look unbelievable. They do. Bring them back, baby. Bring them back. Um, and I just wanted to touch on the, the shout out to the Columbus Blue Jackets. That was hilarious, giving Jonathan Quick a tribute. That was awesome. <laughs> he was on their team for like 45 Four, minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and Quickie loved, Four hours. Quickie loved it too. Quickie was just like, just loving it, laughing. So, C-Bus, good on you. A um, couple more things I just want to touch on real quick, up dog. Shout out to Drake Batherson and, and Brady Kachuk. Those guys are beauties. Listen, I watched Ottawa play when I was home. Fuck, their power play is lethal. They got that Josh Norris back. Yeah. He's fucking legit. Batherson down low, Brady in front. Sanderson working the line, their power play. Stutzel. Stutzel, or whatever his name is. He's nasty too, man. He is nasty. He is nasty. And I love the black old school Ottawa uniforms. I'm on board with Ottawa, man. I'm jumping yeah. on the bandwagon. They got a little old school in them, right? I love them. Back in the day? I love them, man. A little red, Wade Redden, yeah, Alferson, they just, they just Phillips. Built, they're built Neil. the right way. Like, yeah. oh, man. Neil, right? But they got a good team. Tough team. Killer. Yeah. Uh, and last but not least, uh, shout out to Big Walt. Uh, Big Walt going in the St. Louis Blues Hall of Fame. Great job by our boy Chucky and Brady. In a typical Walt fashion, he's sitting outside fucking smoking a cigar. Smoking in the backyard. And uh, he, they brought up Pavel Dimitra. Uh, God rest his soul. Demo was one of my favorite teammates I ever had in Vancouver. Uh, you could see Big Walt got emotional when he realized he was going in with him. So Demo, congrats, buddy. We Everybody still misses you. But Big Walt... Well deserved, man. Yeah, we might have to go in for that. We might have to go in for that. They set a date. I don't know, but let's go yeah. in. Yeah, for sure. Let's go in for that. Should go in for my morning jacket too. <laughs> when do they play there? Are they playing there? Yeah, this month. Are they? Yeah. Let's go. Uh huh. And then last but not least, St. Louis. No, yeah, well, fuck well, yeah, well, I, yeah. I didn't leave my. I mean, I went to. What was that stage? I was right downtown. No idea. Come on, right by the barn there. Brutal one. Uh, I was all right. I think it's like. Is it called Joe Bucks or Bucky's or I, I don't know. It's a. I'm not sure. It's right downtown. Yeah, I would not no, yeah, go downtown. Would, but I, I listen when when St. Louis was on my schedule. That was that was highlighted as dinner and rest. Yeah. Lots of rest. ice cream in the room. But yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what. My rookie year, we we it happened to fall that we were in St. Louis when the Cardinals won the World Series, and we went and party with Jim Edmonds, and we had a night, a fucking night, and a typical not Randy Carlisle fashion. We stayed out till. Till we had to be on the bus basically, and then we got back to the hotel, and it's like practice is canceled. And me and the boys looked at each other, and were like, "Thank God, thank God." Yeah, but I did have one good night in St. Louis. Nice. No, I didn't live. That's there a right good there. little town. But Great but town. on the road before you went there, that was a road city that you were catching up. Oh on yeah, sleep. I want to sleep. Yeah, want to sleep. Gosh, you want to venture across the river there? That's where we party with Jim Evans across the river. Did you? Yeah. yeah. Good strip club there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and last but not least, here we are pushing hard for no more salary cap, luxury tax. Luxury tax. Well, for the first time in NHL history, the average team is valued at over a billion dollars. So for you guys out there that say the owners aren't making any money, I'm not buying it up, dog. No. Unless Especially when the they cap. can sell their team and make it on the back end, pay a little capital gains. You know something about that, don't yeah. you? <laughs> uh, anyways, it's good for the league. The league's healthy. I just want to see these guys make as much money as they can, but 
Uh, and I'm sick of the salary cap, man. Let's just get a luxury tax. That's the way Which the world. One of these the rich. squads would you like to own if you could own anyone? Toronto Maple Leafs. Would you? Yeah. Actually, but they're in Canada. You know what? I would <laughs> probably the New York Rangers or the LA Kings. Just you know, for those two cities. I'd like to see the Flyers get some new ownership. Would you? Yeah, I'd like play to, it well. Yeah, I'd like to see them go private again. You know, have a little family oriented. It was so, such a good family back when Ed Snyder on the team. The average you know, team corp is, corp the average corporate team ownership is valued is at over a billion dollars. So does that mean every team's over a billion dollars? Or am I reading that wrong? For the first time ever, in the, the average team. No, the average team. So out of you know when you calculate, so sixteen. So not every team is worth a sixteen dollars. teams are over it. Yeah. Sixteen teams might be a below it, but it averages over it, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, that's okay. That. Either way, they're making money, right? We're not here to be like Pay the you bills. know. We're not tech. You know, I would like I would like to own the New York Rangers. That'd yeah, be, that would be nice. Imagine coming to the owner's box there, right? bring in whoever you want. Get VIP the Sphere. Go to Due West after the game. Yeah, out to is up and down still there? Is that the place up and down? Yeah, yeah, but I don't think you should go there. Halloween party. I can go everywhere. <laughs> if I own the Rangers. I'd go everywhere. No, you know what? I'd have the I'd have the helicopter waiting, and I go right out to my place in the Hamptons after the game. Right, fly everyone out there in the helicopter. Have the shaker out there after the game, right? Or at your sick penthouse in Manhattan. Now you're talking. Now we're talking. Jeter style. Text Mac L and say, fine, let's go. <laughs> so, uh, up dog, good seeing you, buddy. Missed you. Maxi, Alex, Hall Pass Media, DraftKings, we love you. That was Mr. Curfew. Fella.